Hello and welcome to the Mr. Olin Podcast. As usual, my name is Jacob Staten and as usual, I'm joined by JJ Armstrong. But before I ask JJ how he is, I want to briefly, very, very briefly say that uh, when we last spoke, we covered off the Wolves and Leeds games. Since then, we've lost 2-0 to Villa because Voldemort's a clown. Um, we had a semi-decent performance against United at home, lost 2-0 though. A very decent performance away at Liverpool, lost 3-2 which leads us right to tonight, JJ. We've just played Brighton. How are you? I don't I don't even know how I am right now. I just don't, I can't really comprehend. I'm almost speechless and lost for words, which is great when you're doing a podcast, but it's currently quarter to 10 on, on the Wednesday night after we've just beaten Brighton 3-1. Um, and I, I'm, I'm on top of the world. How about you, Jacob? Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm absolutely thrilled. Um, it, it was a it was a very interesting game. Um, if if you can try for a, a, a second just to take out the um, emotion out of it, I think a neutral would have really enjoyed this game because we we flew out of the blocks, absolutely flew, um, and obviously we w- we win a really early penalty, um, which. I think I think I'm even with the rose t- rose tinted shades off. I think I'm still edging more towards it was a good save rather than a a bad penalty. Although it's a good height for the keeper, but it, yeah, that's what I'm going with. Um, but kind of the first twenty minutes or so, I thought we were absolutely fantastic. Then all of a sudden, bam! Brighton wake up. Brighton, they're they're, they're controlling possession. They're they're just absolutely hammering us and uh, they get a, a really what I think is a really lucky goal I mean Navas did make an amazing save from a um, I don't know which Brighton player it was who took the shot but it was a, a um, Matoma cutback he's absolutely skinned a couple of players cut it back and a great save by Navas and then um, you know he's put he's palm one straight out and it's it's a bit unfortunate but yeah it's it, it they kind of capitalised on their possession and pressure um, which I, I know, JJ, you, you felt quite strongly about, didn't you? I think I went through it all in that first half. I mean, the first 20 minutes, like you say, it felt like tonight's the night we get a result out of this. And then after the miss, uh, Niakate going off injured again, which is another four centre-back mm. substitution. Which he was playing well. He was I playing well as well. He was playing well, but I just, like, Worrell's been left out for a reason. Um, you can argue all day whether he's good enough or not, but for whatever tactical reason Cooper went with tonight, Warrell wasn't in starting eleven. Um, so to once again have him forced into the lineup, um, mm. off a off a forced substitution, it, it is really frustrating. I think we've got really bad luck in that, but we started off well. Obviously Johnson missed it. Um, you can be as reasonable as you want, saying it was a great penalty, good save. But um, as unreasonably as I could be at that moment in time, considering the emotions, I I was just absolutely fuming. Um, don't think I really have any right to be because on the replay, I actually thought maybe I'm wrong here. Um, but yeah. I went through those emotions, um, and then we we just switched off. I think we, it just looked like the, a different team had just gone like that, and and Brighton looked like they'd switched on, and that was the difference. And yeah, when you when you're within that and when your emotions are that high because you're so desperate for a win, I went into that 
halftime break absolutely fuming because it felt like to me, if you boil it down to its sort of pain points, we were on top, we missed a penalty, Johnson missed a sitter, Brighton 1-0 up. That's it. That's what you could boil it down to. But then if you're more realistic and more level-headed, you could probably just say, which like Jacob, um, (laughs) great save, uh, great defending to put Johnson off for his sitter. Unlucky, def- oh, unlucky, I unlucky. Agree to defend. I say four three in, but sorry, go on. Fine. Um, well, it should have been a penalty, but whatever. Um, unlucky parry that it falls into the area uh, for their goal. But other than that, other than the parry, they didn't really threaten that much. I know Navas had that good save. So that first half, my, I, I'm, I'm essentially and still am just all over the place. I just don't know how to yeah. think about it. Um, I, going into the first half. I was very grateful we got a goal back, but equally disheartened that it looked like it was going to be another one of those nights. So a lot needed to change for the second half, in my opinion. Yeah, I think I think we've discussed it before on the podcast. Though it's that it's that element of I, I don't like saying things like that, the, the element of of luck, where not necessarily luck, but you work hard and you get it. And and if you look at our, you know, the, although it was a known goal for our equaliser. It was definitely an own goal. It was definitely a cross and, and what have you. But for, for those last couple of minutes of the first half, we we were trying. Yeah, you know, we were trying to put play together. Taiwo was holding the ball up really well, knocking it. But it's just it was the, it was the kind of culmination of trying, in my opinion, the equaliser. And then we come out of the second half, and that's that's as close to a ten out of ten of a second half I, I think I've seen Forest play. Um, a wonderful goal for Danilo. Great finish. Taiwo holds it up, lays it off perfectly. Um, Taiwo looked absolutely knackered when he came off. Um, so yeah, absolutely fair play to him. He, he made us look really, really different tonight. And you know, I, I think Taiwo is, is a is definitely is definitely a poacher, but he certainly offers something as a, as a even if it's an empty threat, even if it's just the fact that he, he's a, he's a big. I don't know, he's not a lump, obviously, because he's quite mobile. But even if it's just the fact he's a big lump up front that somebody's got to mark, he offers something there. The pe- the penalty's hundred percent a penalty, hundred percent, and um, and a great finish by Morgan Gibbs White. Um, they obviously had the the this, the disallowed goal right in the hundred and tenth minute or whatever it was. Um, but yeah, that was obviously offside. And then the commentators saying saying just really nice things about us about. You know, when the final whistle goes, we're not going to talk because you won't hear us. And it's just, it's really nice to know that that's about your club. Yeah. I mean, if there's, there's so many things to point out about the second half, if you, if I talk about the roller coaster of emotions throughout the game, if the first mm. half was a really up and down sort of uh, bit of a thing, the second half was just rampant, I would say. Yeah. Um, do we, uh, Taiwo is such. I think he's he's the difference to me, and I think we he started to play like this uh, prior to his injury, and he was making a difference. And I think we really missed him up top because, as you've sort of touched upon there, his goal scoring attributes. He is a poacher, yeah, sure, but he does so much outside of actually scoring. I mean, his hold up play and his running the channels and he's just causing a nuisance and being physical adds a different element to our game that I think we desperately need when we're playing the way that we currently are. 
Um, so massive hats off to him. Um, Didilo needs a, a special mention from me because I thought he's um, I thought he was incredible tonight. Um, he's looked really bright and really promising. Most times I've seen him, I think he's had the odd maybe one bad game, but you can tell there's a real talent in there. Um, and I really like his positivity that he's not afraid at such a young age to shoot. However, I wish yeah. he could shoot a little bit better. Um, but there, there was there was an odd chance in the first half where he flashed it just wide. And there was another chance, yeah. which is uh, we've seen a few times from him where it was just completely wide of the mark. But when I saw it was him through for the second goal, I almost couldn't really look because... On his weak foot as well. It's just one of those moments where time just stood still. I mean, fantastic cold up play. Lovely layer from Taiwo. Danilo's pace, he just carried on going and I, it just time stood still. And I, it's one of those where the goal went in and I didn't even scream. I didn't even celebrate. I was just stood there or sat there with my head in my hands because I couldn't quite believe what was going on. Because uh, I think we deserved that. I, I do think we deserved it. Um. Yes, there was negative elements of our game that was frustrating, but Maranakis put out the big statement keeping Cooper in a few weeks ago, saying results and performances need to change immediately. And performances have, but results haven't. And I think yeah. when over the balance of the last few weeks, I think we completely and utterly deserve tonight. Um, yeah. To sort of yeah, end I my spiel really- in general, um, Gibbs-White's penalty, I was... Devastated to see I you have the ball. Uh Gibbs White may be the worst person to have in that situation take a penalty because of his technique, but also you sort of back him to score it. Um probably similar to Ty- Lyle Taylor. Um where you just think, oh God, just just hit it, please. You put me through pain. Uh but obviously fantastic penalty. And um what what my main point I was gonna say is that crowd tonight, um yeah. it's it is just phenomenal. Um, you sort of, I think what strikes me and what makes me really proud to be a Forest fan, it's made me proud over the last few weeks, aside from a few that were Cooper out, but it's made me proud over the last few weeks of the majority of the fan base sticking by our manager, which is in an unprecedented backing compared to normal football rules. You lose 11 games in a row, the mob's out. Not us, we sing his name loud and proud, we back him. And we're largely united as a club. For a club to be in our position in, in the relegation zone and to carry the team over and to be as loud as they were tonight, it makes you really proud. And to listen to the commentators say, like you said, we're not when this whistle goes, we're yep. not even going to bother speaking because you won't hear us. And to listen to the commentators just sort of say, wow, listen to this. This atmosphere is ridiculous. Um, I just think massive hats off to Forrest as, as a fan base. Um, it makes me proud. Um, and it's a shame that this game was in midweek because I would have sort of given anything to be there because um, yeah. it was really special. But yeah, I, I'm I'm sorry for being very all over the place and not really concise on my points, but I just, I'm still trying to fathom what, what I've just seen tonight. Yeah, I, I think I, I want to make kind of two points around Steve Cooper as well because... I think when, Mar- like you said, when Marinakis came out and said, you know, we're going to back him, but the performances have to change. You look at Villa, and if it wasn't for John Joe Shelvin making that mistake, I think we'd get something out of that game because I, I that, that first half against Villa was absolutely fantastic. I think they still they still have most of possession, but 
um, all the chances were ours. And as soon as that goal goes in, it's it's, it's very disheartening. And that's, I think, why we, you know, we're, we're, we're pressing to get an equaliser. That's why they scored the second goal. Um, the Man United game, again, I think first off, we were, we were, we were I think we deserved to lose 2-0 in that game. But I think we played against, yeah, I think we, 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 we certainly gave her all in the first half, if not the second half. Um, Liverpool, if you can ignore the way the goals were conceded, losing 3-2, pegging, you know, break, getting them back to a draw twice and then and losing to a Mo Salah goal. And Mo Salah's one of the best Premier League wingers of all time, isn't he? Um, is is really, really commendable. And then you look at tonight and it's the, you know, I think the goal on the stroke of halftime does, does, does have a huge effect. But they were already starting to turn the tide back around just before half time with the you look you look just be, if you if you can if anyone's got it on record or anything like that, if you look just before that goal, kind of rewind it back two minutes, the similar things are happening in that area of the pitch. Morgan Gibbs White down that left hand side with Tywo and, and that kind of thing that, that they're all happening. And I think that leads me to another second point around tactically tonight. We got it we got it right. I think we, we had a discussion didn't we before the game kicked off when we got the team sheet around it looked like we were playing two right backs and we were because that was the best way to deal with Matoma um, with Ori at the right centre back and obviously we had to change change it around a little bit with um, Nick Carter going off so that Joe Warra had to play left centre back rather than right centre back which he normally plays but I, I just think tactically really right to know there's one point where I was looking I think that I can't if they had a goal kick or a free kick in their, in their penalty area or something like that basically we were playing 5-1 with Mangala the one singular person in midfield Three, one. That's that's all right. Five, five, one, three, one. I feel like that's all right. Um, it's just it. It was just nice to see that for once it it worked in our favour. Um, and yeah, I just think t- t- tonight. It, aside from that, there's like a the twenty five minutes. The second half of the second, uh, the second half of the first half, we got bullied, and we came out, and it's it's almost like a recognition of they played one hundred and twenty minutes on Sunday. If we just get about them, we can break the spirit, and and that's exactly what we did. We broke the spirit really well, tactically, really astute tactically, forced them into mistakes, and it's now all on, isn't it? It's it's no longer doom and gloom because we've 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 picked up points. I I think we've got it tactically right for the last few weeks, and I think Villa away, Villa are a very good club. Um, we had no right to do what we did against them, to silence them as much as we did. And John Joe Shelby's mistake, that game was um, spirit and fight bookended by a stupid mistake. Uh, and I think Liverpool was spirit and fight bookended by three stupid mistakes. That's not on Steve Cooper. Um, that's individual player errors that aren't doing their job correctly. Um and that obviously sounds negative after tonight. I don't fully mean that, but that is just what it is. Um, Cooper's got it right. He set us up both times to get something out of the game and save the sort of Shelby error. I think we got we would have got something out of the Villa game. We, we were set up correctly for that to at least get a point away, which yeah. at the time would have been huge against a team that are still pushing for Europe. Yeah. And Liverpool, whilst they've been struggling... We deserved a point out of that game, I think. Um, you expect losing against Liverpool, so I, I will take it. With a performance like that, when you already expect, I'll take it all day. Not forgetting that 
if someone told me at the start of the season, you'll be in the Premier League and you'll play Liverpool twice and you'll both get three points, it won't be six points Liverpool. Great, I'll take that all day long. Um, and let's not forget Brighton, whilst they may have played 120 minutes, they are pushing for Europe. They are a very yep. good team. The players they've got are fantastic. Um, they held Man United at arm's length for the whole time. Um, and I think possibly they were the better team in the FA Cup. Um, they showed their class tonight as well. They had 75% possession and that isn't the be-all and end-all of football, but let's not let's not kid ourselves that they aren't a really good side. It's not We've not won tonight because they're struggling after playing 120 minutes. We won tonight because we got it tactically right. We showed yep. fight and the fan base was on our side. Um, I looked at that, that lineup before the game and I said, yeah, that, that that's the strongest team I think we can put out at the minute. I agreed with it. And Cooper's making these big decisions at the minute and he's getting them right. Dropping Brennan against Liverpool, massive decision, but it worked out well. Playing Aurier right centre-back with Williams to suppress Matoma, right decision. And also got the best out of Williams, who had a fantastic game. And it's worth saying within this sort of little spiel that it was a real shame to see uh, Williams stretch it off because... He had yes. his best performance in a Forest shirt tonight. He showed character, he showed strength, and he did that against Liverpool as well. And I feel like it's so unfortunate because I feel like he's on the rise and he's on the up. Um, so hats off to you, Nico. I think he showed massive effort tonight. The Forest fans obviously appreciate it, and it's a massive shame that he got stretched off. But it played to his strengths. He played really well. And also the Villa game, he was playing really well as well. Um, yeah. Anyway, but he he made that decision. He made that decision tonight. He's dropped Froiler, who was previously the captain in absence of Worrell. So the captain on the pitch tonight was Aurier. We had Worrell looked on like, the bench. Looked like the captain as well. Looked like the captain. Fa- fantastic player. Aurier coming back is massive. The start of the season when we got Aurier, I was Ooh, moaning. We both scoffed, didn't we? I was moaning so much. Why, why are we doing that? Stupid. He's a bad character. He's a bad egg. He's not very good. He's inconsistent. He's one good game and five shit games and he's going to get sent off every week. That that was what I felt. I was so wrong and I'm happy to admit that I'm wrong. He's shown real character. He seems like he's connected with the club. He looked like a captain tonight. He looked like a leader and we're better for him being in the side. Yep. Yes, the last few games... Sorry, I'm still talking. Sorry, Jacob. The last few games, <laughs> um, we've lost and you can look at that on paper and you can sack the manager and you can say, Cooper out. But if you actually watch those games, if you watch those performances, you'll know he's the right man for the job. And I'd just like to say at this moment in time, we might still go down, sure. But anyone that's Cooper out or was Cooper out, you can shove it up your ass. Thank you. I think I think if you look at a manager, and I think it's a really good point, JJ. I think if you look at a manager in a bad situation and you go, I think there's three, there's three things, and I think you need two of them, to, two of them to consider being sacked. And if you get all three of them, you definitely need second is. You're losing games, you're losing fans, you're losing the dressing room. He's only losing games. He's not lost the fans, he's not lost the dressing room, and now he's winning games. It's it's just it it's almost like a new manager bump, isn't it? And I know we got it before the World Cup when they came out and backed him. And um I feel like the performance the performances were the new manager bump recently, if not the results. Um but yeah, I, I think it was an absolutely fantastic performance, tactically very, very astute. Um, like I say, Nico Worm is absolutely fantastic. Kaylon Navas made some amazing saves. Um, Danilo Felipe, personally for me, 
is is my man of the match. Who's your man of the match? Sorry, Danilo. Danilo, yeah, absolutely fantastic performance. Uh, Mangala, brilliant. Yeah, doing the doing the kind of dirty work. Uh, a, Joe Warrell played well. A filthy um, little moment when Mangala was in the uh, middle of the pitch and he was losing the ball. And he did a little. Yes, a yeah, lovely yeah. little bit of skill Look, to get out of it. Naughty that, naughty. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm I'm struggling to think of anybody who played particularly badly. I mean, Brennan you know, Johnson I, is that harsh? That's very harsh, mate. I, <laughs> it, it, it's very easy to say that he missed a penalty and he missed that one-on-one, which I, again I think was a penalty because he got pushed in the back. Um, and, and, and killed but, Nico he, Williams. Uh, yeah, I know, but uh, he. I, I think, it, it, let's say, for example, he gets sold next season and he goes on to somewhere else and, you know, whatever happens, I think we will very quickly realise what we're missing. He's, you know, he scored double figures for us this season and, you know, he's still really young. This is still only his second full season. You know, he's he's nowhere near the finished product yet. Um, he's a, like, burgeoning international, playing at World Cups and things. Uh, there's so much more to come from him, and you asked me before the game, would I would I could carry on dropping Johnson? For me, he's at, he him and possibly Morgan Gibbs. Why are those players for me that we 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 should start every week? Yeah, I, the only reason I asked you that question is because I think it's a very delicate balance tactically, um, because it works so well. I think, and it was a big call against mm. Liverpool. However, we are at home, um, so. I think it's a very, I think it's a difficult decision to make, particularly when it looks like we keep getting overrun in midfield. So do you sacrifice a Morgan Gibbs-White, a Tyro or a Brennan? Um, and I think out of the three of them, I think Tyro brings something that we need. I think Gibbs-White is always, yep. he's always got something in his locker and Johnson has as well. Johnson I is d- a really important yeah. player, but out of the three of them, if I'm being completely brutally honest, he would be sort of the one to drop. And I think he got that right, uh, Mr. Cooper. Um, I, but yeah, he, he's in, I, I, he, he saved us this year. If if we stay up, it will be, be uh, largely due to Brennan Johnson's goals because there was a period of time where he was the only one that could score. So we do owe him a lot. I Yeah, I, I think it's that. It's just... Keep 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 with it, man. It's it's. But I, I go. It's, this is this is my honest. This is me being completely honest here. Within a game, within ninety minutes, I go through everything with Brendan Johnson. I go through. I love Brendan Johnson. I'm so glad he's playing. To Brennan, I hate you so much. Don't really hate him, but you know, I'm just being <laughs> dramatic here. To oh my god, Brendan Johnson, you're the difference. To ah, Brennan, what are you doing to me? To Brandon Johnson's world class. I go through everything with him um, because that's the type of player he, he is. But I think it's more noticeable in that position because you you have the big chances. Um, yeah, I, I was only being obtuse when I said that he was a bad player tonight. I don't I don't really believe that. I want to I want to throw 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 my my holy waters of realism on on the whole Brandon Johnson thing and say that. If he was performing at the, let's say he scored twenty goals, twenty five goals, let's say all these chances that he gets, all these penalties, you know, I say all these, you know, the, the two penalties he's missed, and the, the chance tonight, and a couple of other chances that we, you know, we know that you know where chances where he's, pat, he's shot instead of passing, and because he's not the finished article, 
know, he's still a young man. If he was taking those, you already wouldn't be playing for us. He'd already be playing for a Newcastle, a Man City, an Arsenal, or something like that. So, you know, it's just it's just that 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 kind of holy water of realism, just to say, you know, we, we, he is he is that man for us at this level. You know, and and let's say let's say for example, we stay up this season, we stay up next season, and he doesn't progress, he doesn't get better. Then, you know, then then, then fair enough. But I think for right now, he is he is well and well and truly the man. And and very similar with Morgan Gibbs White, Tywo I think is going to flourish if we can get a full season under him. Um, it's just if if we can just stay up, I think that the and don't get me wrong, I'm not uh, I, I'm disappointed if we go down. I'm not I'm not like throw me under a bus disappointed because this has been a, a magic season. But if we can just hold on and stay up, there's so many opportunities to 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 improve and in, in in on and off the pitch that I think it's incredible. Uh, that's that sums it up perfectly for me. It's just the hope, and if we go down, fine. You know, everyone wrote us off anyway. It is what it is. Mm. A lot of people on Twitter are acting like the world stops. We're in a much stronger position than we ever were. We shouldn't yep. have gone up last season, really. Nope. If, if you if you're being really brutally honest, we shouldn't have. But going up, even if it's a sort of season out, and we got to experience it, uh, which I thought wouldn't happen because of what previously happen with Forest. We're coming down in a much stronger position with parachute payments. We'll hold on to a lot of the good players that we've signed. Um, we'll be strong in the championship. You don't necessarily yep. always come back up, but I don't think it's going to be 23 years till the next time we come back up. That's what I think. No. However, I think the summary is if we can just stay up, if we can keep Cooper, for me, I would love to keep him. If we can keep Cooper, if we can keep the core of this squad, if we can have a full preseason, if we can make sensible recruitment decisions in the right places, this squad has a bright future. It's not quite there at the minute. There are a few flaws. Fine tune it. I think it will be a really exciting time to be a Forest fan. Our future as a club hangs in a balance in that I think next year we get it right and this is obviously fucking stupid to say when we're we're only just out of the relegation zone tonight but i think next year you're looking at 12 onwards as a progression for this club if we get it right um looking at top 10 and who knows from there um yeah. but it's just it could go either way at the minute however yeah. jacob as we speak uh not in the forest out of the relegation zone which is absolutely gigantic. Yep, huge, absolutely huge. Which uh, brings us into a to a big match next weekend against um, Brighton. Um, Brighton, sorry, Brentford away. Um, this weekend. This weekend, yeah, of course, yeah, this weekend. Um, Brentford. I, I don't think they're playing for anything anymore. No, I don't. I, I don't want to. I don't think they're, they're not necessarily playing for Europe, are they? I think they've had a. Well, uh, yeah, they're, they're not. They're not playing for Europe, are they? No, they're not. They're they're two points behind Brighton, but they've also got three games better yeah. off than them, so they're not. They're still safe. having a fantastic season, but yeah, still, they're safe. They're, they're you know they said what what more could Brentford want? I suppose the ninth. I you know that's that's exactly where we want to be, isn't it? In kind of two three years time, so. Um, Maybe I'm just filled with 
three three tins of lager and a and a and a optimism that will never be dampened. But I've got a little sneaky feeling, Joshua, that this 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 could be another another f- fun weekend. Um, no, I'll let you go first. What are you going to say, Josh? Brentford before tonight. Um, I think they lost their mm. previous six games. Or not lost. They haven't won in their previous six games. Um, so they're wow. capable of right. being got at. Um, I think they're a really good club, but they're not really anything special. Um, mm-hmm. They just ran really well uh, and have an arrogant manager who does really well with them. Um, so Brentford is, is I think, an easier game than tonight. Tonight it was the much harder game of the two. And if we can pick up three points tonight, if we can play and carry on the momentum from the three points tonight and carry on the away performance we displayed against Liverpool, we should be going to Brentford. Jacob, your video is off. Oh, one second, one second, one second. Technical difficulties. Um, We should be going to Brentford with full of confidence. He's got a different angle. Who knows what's going on now? Uh, We should be going to Brentford full of confidence with our heads held high and... I think I, I still can't really be too positive away from home just because of how it's been. I think it will be a point. I think it'll be a draw. But I do think we can... We I don't think you should go into it like with no hope. I think you should hold your head high and think this could be it. And if we got three points from it, we're well on our way. Um, it would be massive. So... Uh, I, I've given every answer of we could win, lose, or draw, but I think a point in in the end. But it's certainly one we should look to pick something up. Yeah. Uh, so you're going to draw. You're not. You're gonna. You're gonna name me a draw, Joshua. Uh, two two high scoring draw. De- two, two. A Desmond. The Jordi Desmond. I'm going to go with a. Um... I'm going to go over 21 Jump Street. I'm going to go 2-1 Forest. <laughs> 21 Jump Street, right, okay. Uh, I mean, please, please God. I think if, I mean, the worst thing that could happen tonight, uh, tomorrow night after the back of this, is if uh, Everton somehow beat Newcastle uh, and we're back in the relegation zone. I can't see it happening, but you never know. It's the Premier League. It's not possible, my brother. It's not possible. Um, but I think, uh, what, let me just... Bear with me, this is very unprofessional, but I'm just going to look online. Our, our games after this, and this is the key period for us right now, we've beaten Brighton tonight, which I think is massive. Brentford is gettable in terms of points. We can get at them. Hobegate Southampton is a massive. We should be looking three. at three Got points. Three. It has to be. be three points. Yeah. It has to be three. That is a definition of a must win. And then the one after that is Chelsea away. Now, you know, it would be a joke to say this at the start of the season, but that you could definitely pick something up there. Arsenal at home, right? You can write that off as a free hit, but we're at home, I've already so said, who knows? I've already said that'll be the game. That'll be the game. You've said, fine. Uh, but then Palace away, they'll be on the beach by then. That's something we can get something from. Tonight's win is so big that the future now looks optimistic. You're looking at these games and you're thinking... Maybe, maybe, maybe. Uh, it would have looked a completely different picture before this. So please, God, don't give up. Don't say that people are happy clapping because they're getting excited about tonight because it's massive. 
There's so many negative people that support Forest, and I'm one of them, but there's so many negative people that support Forest. Look ahead at the fixtures. I think we can pick up six points at least, and I think that'll be enough this season to keep us up. Six points, is that what you're going for? I think we can get more, but I think the six points is there, and I think that'll be enough. I I, I think... If... If Newcastle beat Everton tomorrow night, I think four points will be enough. Mm. That's a very that's yeah. a very low point, Sally. That's very that is very low. There's, there's 15 points left, isn't there? But that that's just my opinion. I don't I don't think it'll take much. But um, it's just you look at the table now. It it, it it everything changes, doesn't it? Everything changes. So yeah. So I, I'm going to go two one for us for Brentford. Uh, JJ, you're going for a Desmond. Yeah, two two. Lovely. Okay. Well, we will be back after the Brentford game, Joshua. Yes, we will. We will. Now you've you've heard it first. Um, if you listen for the first time, thank you for sticking with us, finding with us, finding us, and uh, sticking with the show for the entire length. If you've got this far, if you've come back again, God, we love it. You. It's. <laughs>